0: Welcome to the ship show and it is going to be an absolute ship show if you you know, you know. You know? I think I know. Jason, do you know? I know. You know. Oh
1: I know it's gonna be a ship show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the ship show. I'm Lex sitting here with Jason Finley on this fine um well it's it's Wednesday. If I'm being honest, but it's gonna air on Thursday. Happy Thursday, everybody. Um, we I have great news, Jason. I don't know if you read this on the rundown, but we are six reviews away from reaching our contest goal. We have 69 reviews on Apple Podcasts as of now. This could change by Thursday morning.
1: You know, I've I've done this a couple times of yeah. late, and it seems like we've been talking about this for a little while. So people, we have 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 fabulous, fabulous (laughs) prizes at stake (laughs) here. And Newbarth is claiming that he's going to raid my office, which I know he's really not going to do anyway. No, because it values values you. Uh, No, I think he's just not going to do it himself. (laughs) Uh, People, review us. Tell us what you think. Good or bad. We we love to hear it and we will pay attention to it. Uh, So either way, get those reviews in.
0: Get the reviews in. Let's get to 75 so that we can give some stuff away. So
1: then we can then say when we get to 100, we will give something else away.
0: Yes. And while you're there reviewing the podcast, you might as well subscribe if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Well, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, pretty much the same thing. SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our podcast and the other lovely podcasts on the Callaway Podcast Network. We have the Putting Pod, Putter Pod, the Fitting Room Podcast, our Wincasts. And, uh, I'm missing girls in golf. Duh. My own podcast. I mean, you're like, you're
1: the one on that one.
0: (laughs) My own podcast. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. And I think
1: what, this, what may really increase our subscribership Mm -hmm. is that you and I are doing more podcasts. That's
0: right. We're regular ship showers. Yeah.
1: I mean, that, that in itself is all the more reason that Mm -hmm. you should subscribe.
0: Yeah. Well, we're really excited about today's episode because um, it's another edition of what we're now calling the A15 episodes um, of one of our like most loyal people, but also people that just really like our brand. Um, So Jason did an interview with John Jarvis, which is coming up pretty soon. But I know that Jason, you've got some exciting news to share.
1: Yeah, it's been a, you know, to I would oftentimes be accused of just being the ball guy around here. (laughs) But I we have some fantastic news in the world of my man D Nev's, but I figure maybe he'll give me a little credit if I share a little love for I the like Epic Flash products. I
0: like this a lot. Why we got to
1: share the love around.
0: We here? do, we do.
1: So the Epic Flash families had a pretty good week. We talked a little bit about this on Tuesday, mm-hmm. but four wins this weekend on tour for the Epic Flash driver. Wow! And then Monday,
0: mm-hmm.
1: our friends at my golf spot. Oh boy. Epic Flash Woods, Most Wanted fairway wood.
0: All right. Okay. Get a yeah, little clap good. for my golf spy.
1: And we have a couple of our finest there today and tomorrow meeting with our friends at my really? golf spy. Yes.
0: Wow.
1: Sean good Toulon good. and Doc Hawk. Oh, those are two of our finest yes.
0: for sure.
1: Yes. So cool. looking forward to a great discussion coming out of that. Mm-hmm. And then... The Epic Flash driver by the yes. fitters from Golf WRX mm-hmm. named the best driver at every swing speed. Not
0: Everyone, just,
1: not just at the fastest, uh huh, not just at the lowest, not just in between, all three. That, that is th- so. We call cool. that the clean sweep.
0: Yes, we do a nice clean Flash. sweep yes. for Epic Flash. So a so big
1: cool. week for Epic Flash mm-hmm. family, and to top it off. We recently introduced the Epic Star and Epic Forged Irons. Boop, boop. And the feedback from the field has been pretty good.
0: You know, I've heard nothing but good things pretty much, specifically from a man whose office is right there. I believe one Chris Volardo has gamed the Epic Forge Irons.
1: He has, Forged. but that you got to take that with a grain of salt <laughs> because he does have a certain segment named The Velardo exaggeration exaggeration of of the the week.
0: week. It's true, which we actually don't have one today. And we all, you know what, we do have that. Yes.
1: Okay. I was wondering if he got to that. We might have that. You never know with Velardo.
0: We we hope to have it yeah, by the time hopefully. that I put this podcast together. <laughs>
1: okay. So so to be determined <laughs> DVD, in terms of I'm promising it's Wednesday it now. afternoon. Look,
0: I'd often I like to put things out there and then usually they happen. Yeah. If nothing else, Velardo will record something because he and I are friends. Yes. And I will ask
1: him He's too. doing you a solid. That's right. But
0: were. it's also the it's also the like uh, uh the penultimate week. Okay. I believe I used that word correctly. I think you did. Yeah. Um, okay, so a yeah, big anyways. week
1: in summary yes. for the Epic Flash family.
0: Very big week! Congratulations, Denev's, and to our whole team, really, yeah. on the wonderful products that they've right. created. Um, it has also been a like kind of busy week already. <laughs> it's Wednesday, um, and I have not been in the office for two days. Out of no, this does not usually happen for me. I am very much in the office, except for like shoots. But this was I had this was a little lex time. This was a little lex time. Um, As you all know, I'm a big television lover of reality. And um, if you didn't know, I do. I I don't think I've actually talked about this. I love crime television as well, Um, both like real but also dramatized crime shows. I
1: um,
0: my family and I have watched NCIS my entire life. Um and our your
1: entire life? No, That okay. shouldn't say
0: it. Okay, it hasn't been on my entire life, That's so that what would, I asked. that would be false. You're, that would you're be not false. that old. We have watched it since I was. We've watched since season four, but we've seen all of the episodes, so they're on season seventeen now. Okay. Um and
1: so just since you were a wee young Lex.
0: Yes, okay. a wee young Lex. So we've thirteen years. So we've been watching since I was um, in eighth grade. Okay. And um so now now been, everybody
1: can figure out how old you now are.
0: everyone can figure out how old i'm turning <laughs> in like three weeks okay i got a birthday okay. coming up uh-huh. if you guys want to send me some messages i'm all for it maybe
1: provide a review
0: maybe provide a review i would like that even yeah, better that would be
1: your birthday present that would
0: be great okay. um i and just for reference for everyone i'm a words of affirmation person not a gift person so okay. those reviews will mean a lot to me okay um I'll en- remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Um, so really busy. I w- Brian Dietzen is a good friend of our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Brian. He is he plays Jimmy Palmer, who's the medical examiner on NCIS. Um, and he reached out and said that he would be willing to take a couple of us um that are big fans on a tour. And so my mom flew out and we went to the set this week which was amazing like to see there's my mom look at how cute she is you can probably see the resemblance there um (laughs) the curly hair and all though mine had like fallen out so this is um this is what they call mtac but it's not like the actual set obviously it's just the door the out the exterior we were in the squad room daniel can you go back to the other picture Um, so this picture I'm sitting at the main character's desk at Gibbs's desk, um, something that was really cool that you actually unfortunately can't see, but, um, On right next to that like cup of pens, there's a big stack of sticky notes and everybody in the cast has a, has a stack of sticky notes on their desk. And it's, um, like liners that they were all reminding themselves of over the years. So there's, you can like. Go anywhere in the stack and like find a line from an episode, huh. which is really cool. Um, but we saw every set. We saw Gibbs' basement where he builds all the boats. That we don't know how yep. he gets out of his house. We, <laughs> um, if you're an NCIS fan, that makes total sense to you. So I won't ramble on about it forever. But we got the cast was so nice and welcoming to us. Everybody came and said hi from like the director of photography all the way to Mark Harmon himself, who has been a part of it since day one. And let me tell you, Mark Harmon is just as handsome in person (laughs) as you would think. And, um, it was just, it was a wonderful experience. So thank you, Brian. Um, I'm really excited. I get to go play in the charity tournament that they're having up north next month. Um, so that should be really fun to take a couple zoo crewers with me up there. Um, and then well, yeah.
1: I, I, I didn't get that date from you yet, I so. I have sent the invite yet, okay. Just, going to you for okay. sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> don't,
1: don't tell anybody else. Shh.
0: I can trust the audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> for can sure. keep, You guys can keep a secret. For sure. Um, the other thing I did yesterday that was. This is, this is the big one.
1: This is the big one. Yeah.
0: Should I do a drum roll? I'm going to do a drum roll. I went to the taping of the Bachelor in Paradise reunion special. Yesterday, and you
1: what? How much <laughs> can you tell us, Lex?
0: I can tell you nothing. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: I can tell you absolutely nothing except that they gave me Chipotle for lunch, oh. which was good because we taped for a long time.
1: Now, how does that work? Do you get to build your own still?
0: No, they were burritos prepackaged, okay. one with like each there was a veggie, a sofrita, a carnita, a chicken, and a beef, and that was okay. it. Um. It was it was one of the coolest experiences. Um, in addition to the experience I had on Monday, um, it was really interesting to see the difference in TV sets versus what we do. Like my mom asked me when we were at the NCIS set, like how like different does this look from your shoots? And I was like, I'm pretty different. Yeah, yeah. They're,
1: they're,
0: yeah. <laughs> we're like skeleton crew on a golf course, and um, and they are you know there's like a whole crew of guys just for lighting a whole bunch of grips just for lights. And then there's stand-ins for the actors. We don't ever have stand-ins for our, um, no, I would consider
1: most of what we do for the stand-ins are actually doing the work.
0: Yeah. And you know, it'd be like, so we'd have to have somebody of Henrik's like height, skin tone and hair color to stand in.
1: (laughs) every That'd be hard to do. Yeah.
0: Um, but it was just—it was really cool because I, uh, because I come from a television world. Um, being reminded of how things run kind of like that was um, really fun to see. I think that in both cases, their crews do an amazing job and I could see how well the teams worked together. So props to the team on NCIS props to the team um, over at ABC for um, bachelor in paradise. I think that you guys have something really special with um, how efficiently you ran things from just from what I saw in each of those days. Um, And I am really excited to once the, episodes are airing talk um about talk about it because it and was when will they so amazing. air the episode that i was at will air in a couple weeks okay yeah
1: well i look forward to that on yeah. a future you might, edition
0: you might see my face on national television
1: wow you might Which there might actually terrifying. be as many people that see it that night as there are seeing it right now
0: That's, I didn't even think about that. I, yeah, I, um, I will say the like shallow part of me did come out, like thinking about like how I was sitting on camera, you know, like shoulders back. I could hear my mom in my head, like shoulders back, keep your legs closed. I wore a dress. That's why that comes to mind. (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep your legs closed, smile, you know, all these things. Um, but. So that might
1: be why before we started, you had to get that look at. To make sure how you looked here.
0: <sighs> yeah, I did. I had a little moment. But, you know, I'm not going to. I'm going to own it. I, I want to make sure yeah. that I'm. That well, I'm going to make t- you own it. Because I, I, I. Yeah. Because I'm going to bring it what, up. Yes. Yeah. You keep me accountable. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Um. Anyways, I will have my Bachelor in Paradise recap later. Um, and I can't wait to talk about stuff more as it comes along. But first, let's get back to the reason that you and I are here, which is to talk about our lovely, lovely group of a 15 ers starting with John Jarvis today. Um, tell me first, like just before we get into the interview, what your favorite part about meeting these guys is.
1: I think, you know, we talked a little bit about this, just seeing, you know, all the different, you know, not only walks of life, but how different these people are, you mm-hmm. know, in a lot of cases I've gotten to, to meet or, or interact with a lot of them already, but to spend a little more time with them, get to know them personally, see you know that they're they're all different right? yeah ramon is very different than john jarvis who you know those are the two that we've done and i know a lot of the other ones that we're going to do who are very different mm-hmm. you know in in this case they both happen to be from the same general geographic region at least mm-hmm. but th- they're all so different and you know ramon works for an electric or non-electric a utility company right or and has done different things like that and john jarvis owns a, or has, you know, been a part of owning a, a tire shop forever yeah. and now has started golf retail as well, where he's selling and fitting Callaway products. Mm-hmm. So it, it they come from everywhere, right? And yeah. to us that are involved in golf every day, it's such a different thing. But to hear, my, my favorite part was hearing his story of, his connection to Calloway and how it really centered around one person Mm -hmm. and really has extended from there to, to really, to me, it it highlighted everything that we're about, which is being very connected to people being there for whatever they need. Right. John, you know, I don't want to, probably broadcast and announce this to to everybody but you know if john has a question about a product he sends me a text and Mm -hmm. i'll answer him as quick as i can and that that's the way we as a team are i think we're very not only with each other you know you you're a part of Mm -hmm. a lot of our group text messages (laughs) a lot of times and things like that but you know we're we're very accessible and and open and I think that's been a key part of our success, and you know what has really helped transform us uh, as a company and a brand.
0: Definitely. Um, all right. Well, let's get to it. Here is Jason's interview with John
1: Jarvis. John, how are you today?
2: I'm great. How are you today, Jason?
1: I'm I'm doing great. You know, it's um, thank you so much for being here, and you know, certainly glad we were able to make this work when you were in town to to.
2: Get everything dialed in. So no, thank you for the invite. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. So tell us a little bit of you know why you're in town and what you've been doing for the last day or so.
2: Uh, so I flew in Sunday morning okay. and uh, played some golf at Coronado. Okay, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. First time there.
1: That's a nice spot.
2: It is. It is. Yeah. It's nice. Best
1: one of the best values. Yeah, I would say find. so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's just great views and just you know it was a fun course to play. Okay. And then uh, yesterday, I spent all day at the uh, performance center getting kind of uh, dialed in and getting my numbers checked and uh, just kind of looking at stuff that I hadn't checked out for a while. Yeah, And uh, got to spend some time with uh, Randy Peterson. Okay. He was uh, looking at my swing a little bit and kind of giving me some pointers. Nice on...
1: little uh, benefit. So for those of you that don't know, Randy is uh, runs the, the Ely Callaway Performance Center and a pretty notorious instructor that I would say is kind of an under the radar, top
2: level teacher. He is. He is. Yeah. I would Without a doubt, he's just the swing guru. He yeah. knows. Pretty good dude, too. He's, oh, he's, he's a great guy.
1: Yeah. So you probably spent a little time with, with your man Garrett. I did. And I did. we have a picture here of you with with Garrett. So, um, you know, your relationship, obviously, with Garrett is beyond just a club fitter. So what what's this a picture from?
2: So um, last year, he and I competed. Actually, we've competed for about the last five years in a member guest uh, tournament at the club that I belong to. And we'd been chasing after that big W for like five years. And finally last year, everything came together. Uh, Garrett always comes with a solid A game. And usually I bring my B or my C game. But <laughs> last year was the first year I brought the A game too. And everything just kind of came together. And we got that big W. So that's the picture at the awards dinner where they're handing us our trophies. That's
1: that's great. And that's I think we would have done pretty well in the Daryl survey of, of your, your cart, for, for that trip, uh, yeah. Callaway would have done pretty well there. I think. <laughs> yeah, our,
2: all golf all, uh, golf cart had nothing but Callaway head to toe. Obviously, That's, we love that. We love that.
1: So tell me a little bit about about yourself. You know, what do you outside of being obviously a, a big golfer and a, and a huge Callaway fan and being around the game? Tell me a little bit about you know you who you are. your what you do for a job and sure. what you have done for a job. And certainly, there's been some cool connections for for a bunch of us here into what you know you have done yeah um so talk a little bit about that
2: so um i have my own business up in uh, northern california up in the east bay Uh, i have a tire shop of all things so i sell tires uh and we repair cars um about uh two years ago um after you know my foray into meeting (laughs) so many of you awesome guys and the uh uh, the pirate crew um <laughs> i decided to kind of take a leap and do something uh, extra over the tire business and i uh opened up a new little golf business where basically i was fitting and selling nothing but callaway gear yeah and uh the first year was a little bit of a struggle just you know kind of getting my feet <laughs> welcome wet to the golf business i would never done yeah. anything like that before yeah and learned quite a bit about uh just you know fitting the equipment to the players and um uh, kind of working my way around the fit cart mm-hmm. and then this year things really took off and it's just been an absolute blast just so much fun uh, and so rewarding way more rewarding than I thought it would be where you know I get these uh, responses and there's re- these reactions where they get a you know try this stuff out yep. you know put it in the bag and it's just like wow they just never expected that so- You're right
1: that, that is one thing that that is pretty underrated about this business right is people, it's such a passion thing for people to play the game of golf. Right. And, any little bit that they get better, the reward is so big to see that happen. Whether it's you know my dealings with someone like yourself that loves obviously our product, but you do it for moments like this, right? Absolutely. Where, um, you know, you get whether it's you're beating a buddy or you're winning a tournament or all the way up to the the best players in the world playing in majors and winning majors or you know anything like that. So that is such a cool thing about this game, and I'm so glad that. As passionate as you are for, for not only the game, but Callaway, you're now spreading that even broader to the, to the wider network that you have, which that, that's incredible to me.
2: I have the reputation in my club as the go-to Callaway guy. Yeah. If someone wants to try something or if they have a question on a product or they're not sure about something, I get a phone call or I get an email or I get a text message and they just they'll reach out to me and say, hey, I was wondering, do you have this or can I try that yeah. or what do you think about this or how does this compare to that? and uh I would say a decent amount of time I have the right answer. I have the correct answer that, you know, or you that know where to get. go get it. Or if I don't, I've got all these guys on my cell yeah, phone. I've gotten you know, a I few can... text
1: messages late at night where I'm going, wow, what is this question
2: about? So I'll get, I'll get these questions in there looking yeah. at, and they know it. If I don't have the answer that I can, get, can get the answer it. from somebody. Yeah. So, you know, I can hit you up. I can hit Garrett up. I can yeah. hit up, you know, all these different guys. You can that, find the
1: answer. I'm pretty sure.
2: <laughs> I always have.
1: I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah, so, Absolutely. Well, very cool.
2: So, you know, how long have you
1: been playing golf and kind of where did your introduction of the game come from?
2: Um, I've been pr- playing probably for between 20 to 25 years. Okay. Uh, I started uh, after I finished with school and, you know, I was um, working for my dad at the shop and just kind of picked up the game and played a little bit here and there. Didn't really get really, really serious about it. And then um, back in 2007, I joined a, a private club. And uh, after that, the passion just went from a passion to an obsession yeah and it just kind of just went nuts after that
1: well that's that's really cool and i've heard good, great places about where you are up there i have a, a great friend from high school i think i've told you that's that's also a member there and Between the two of you, I I certainly have to get up there and and play it and maybe even connect you two because I think it would be great. for. Yeah, well, no, uh,
2: all you guys here in the zoo, everybody has an open invitation anytime they want to come to the East Bay and play some golf. It's it's anytime anytime you're you're ready.
1: You're now the the second uh, one of these podcasts we've done, and they both happen to be up in that general area. So we
2: have have lots of people we can go visit up there. It's Callaway country. Yeah, (laughs) we love
1: that. We want to make the whole country Callaway country or the whole world. Um, so let me, let me ask you this. Like, how did you, what would, where did the connection to, to Callaway really start? Like how, you know, obviously you were playing the game, you remember at a club, where did the kind of, you know, connection with Callaway, how,
2: how did that come about? It's actually kind of a cool story. So even from the very beginning, when I was just learning, I was already playing, you know, Callaway gear. Yeah. Um, after I had joined the club, uh, in 07, I kept hearing, you know, this kind of like this buzz thing about getting fitted, getting fitted. You got to get fitted. (laughs) Yeah. So I made an appointment uh, in 2008. We were actually kind of taking a small little family trip here to Legoland, which is right next door. Yeah. And uh, I had a a fitting session with my buddy Garrett there, and that's how we first made that connection back in 08. Okay. And as far as a representative for the company, you cannot find a finer individual. Just the nicest guy from the very get go. Um, explained things to me, worked with me. Um, you know, I already had Callaway gear in the back at the time, and he's all like, "Well, we can make some adjustments, but as far as you know, technology goes, you you're pretty much you know got what you need to have right now." <laughs> and um, he handed me a business card and said, "You know, here's my number, here's my email. If you have any questions, you know, or you want to run anything by me, you know, please reach out to me." Yeah. And um, I had such a phenomenal experience. The following year, I came back and I brought a friend with me. Did it again. Uh, this year that time I bought some uh, new equipment again and uh, the friendship grew from there and we've become you know best friends and obviously through Garrett I made a lot of other connections here in the department and (laughs) um, I I can't say enough about my enthusiasm for the company for the people I mean the people everybody that I've talked to in every department everybody that I've had interactions with everybody that helps handle my account um, the people in the in the sales department yeah it's just, I don't know where you find all these people that are so dedicated, so yeah. dialed in, and just they, you know, they. it's a, it's a, a it's our culture, fa- right? It's you know, it's, honestly, it's a family, they, you know, yeah. and it's just like, I've never had one person that I've ever met in all my visits here where it's just like, you know, who is this guy? It's just, it's family. It's just yeah. unreal. It's just, it's, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced before with any kind of product line or, any company.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think to, to the point of what your business was that you talked about before, I mean, you're, you're dealing with big companies in the same sort of way that you're now in the golf business per se, Mm -hmm. uh, dealing with us. And I think, you know, that's, that's a huge thing for us is to be very open and and be able to have the relationships that, that we have, right. Of, um, you're, you're a customer now, but you, I mean, well, you're, you're always been a customer, but you know, we we would view as kind of customer and consumer, or kind of. Sure. Um, but you know, to be open and accessible, we want people to be able to reach out to us, social media and things like that. And, yeah, but that's, and that's part of our culture, right? And um, but it's great to hear that. You know, certainly you've you've experienced that on a on a deeper level. But it all can start from. You know, one person, one person that you one met, person. you know, in a fitting and that's now kind of broadened out to a much bigger thing to the point where we now have another customer that's in the business solely probably for that reason and focusing pretty much on on our stuff, which is, you know, obviously we, we love that. Um, but I think it's just a great expression for, you know, what we do here every day. So so I have a couple questions for you. A couple more questions here. OK, what? is your favorite Callaway club of all time?
2: I knew that question was going to come, and I came prepared. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, anything that has the word Heavenwood on it. Okay. It, uh, as far as I'm concerned, every golfer in America should have a Heavenwood <laughs> in the bag. Uh, it's just the easiest club to hit. It's It goes long. It goes high. You can adjust it. It's yeah. just it's it's bread and butter. I mean, it's just easy. And if I could sell everyone that I talked to, put a Heavenwood in the bag, it would make me uh, a very, very happy man. Okay. So that would be uh, club number one. And club number two, um, phenomenal, just from the very get-go, is my Indy Toulon putter. I will ask to be buried with that putter. (laughs) It is my go-to. Obviously, I use it on every hole, and it just never lets me down. It's the best putter I've ever owned.
1: Okay. So since you've had that putter, I— I'm pretty. I wouldn't say I'm a um notorious switcher of putters. I can be if things are going south. But, sure. Um, if I have a long time putter, every once in a while I'll make I'll make that putter take a little bit of a of a punishment break. Sure, done and that. I have to sit in the corner for a little while. so done Has that. the indie taken? Has it taken a few times where it's had a timeout? Um,
2: only briefly, just because i guess i want to appreciate it even more okay and it's never let me down and if anything ever happens it's usually just in my mechanics my setup yeah uh as soon as i get that kind of figured out and dialed in you know it's it it does always what it 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 just never lets me down you know and obviously obviously it wins majors yeah (laughs) (laughs) well they all have our own majors well no that was that was for our club we have two Mm -hmm. majors every year okay So we have a member member, and we have a member guest, and this was our member guest, and like I say, we've been chasing after that one for about five years.
1: Okay. No, no coat or anything. No, no, no jacket. Uh,
2: well, actually, there is for the if you win the member member, then yeah, there is a a jacket that you get, and for that one, we get the uh, the crystal, the crystal. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, you got to work on that jacket. Yeah, I am. I am. I think I I think this could be the year. I'm okay. (laughs) Well, we're we're trying to provide you all the tools
2: to no, no, that's that's not the problem.
1: So if I were to uh, show up at your house and I were to walk into your garage or your extra bedroom or wherever you keep your golf clubs, how many Callaway clubs
2: would there be in there? Just a head count on clubs. Oh, easily. um, I don't know, maybe about 150, 175 clubs. Nice. You know, um. Razor X, Muscle Backs, uh, the Apex MBs. Uh, I've got a set of uh, Apex Pros that are in the bag right now. Uh, I've got the largest collection, probably outside of headquarters, of the old x forged and the Jaws wedges with the old square cut grooves. All just sitting in a bag for a rainy day. Haven't seen the light of day. I've got, uh, I'll bet you I have more golf balls in my garage than you do.
1: In my garage?
2: Or in your house, let's put it that way.
1: Pro- yeah, probably not more than I have in my office.
2: No, I do. You do? I do. I, then I, now,
1: is that for the retail shop or for personal purposes? Both.
2: I okay. I, I, I usually stock, um, oh, for retail purposes, I normally stock about 25 to 30 dozen balls at any given time. Oh, I got you, Pete, then. But for my personal collection, I have probably an excess of 2,000 balls just sitting in boxes, okay. brand new, okay, unopened. Be close. Close. no no i got you i know i know i do i know i do <laughs> all right fair enough
1: so let you you mentioned what irons you had in the bag let's let's take a, a trip through the john jarvis golf bag right now what's what's currently in the
2: bag so Epic start Flash, at the top driver. driver okay um i've got a uh, heavenwood obviously
1: okay so what what law is you standard or sub-zero uh
2: standard okay uh, uh, on both the driver and on the fairway wood okay um, on the irons, I carry, uh, pitching through six. Okay. Um, but I struggle with anything above a five iron. Okay. So what the coolest thing that, uh, I started doing last year was I started carrying a nine wood and an 11 wood. Wow. In terms of ease, if yeah. you want to make the game easier, which I'm all about easy. Yeah. Yeah. I use the 11-wood in place of a 5-iron, and I use the 9-wood in place of a 3-iron, 4-iron. Okay. And I can hit it flush every time. Yeah. I don't have to worry about hitting it thin like I would maybe with a 5- or a 4-iron. Yeah. And it just it does it every time I need to. Very cool. Um, so so no hybrids? Uh, no hybrids. Okay. Uh, the hybrids I, I tend to struggle a little bit with. I just yeah. can't seem to launch them high enough. Yeah. But that that nine wood and eleven wood, they go sky high. You don't struggle with long term those in no, the air, do you? Okay. No, 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 no. So I just wanted to make sure. It's just easy. It's yeah. just
1: really easy. No, I agree. Those are great. Those are I think great and to your point, even the heavenwood would fall in this trap. A little under you know, appreciated, utilized, maybe the right word, in terms of how beneficial they can be for for really a, a pretty wide variety of golfers. You know, even Michelle Wee used an eleven wood. For a period of time.
2: Like I say, it's just that Heavenwood is so versatile for so yeah. many different player types, skill levels. Uh, it's it's the uh, it's the go-to club if I'm ever in, you know, uh, a bad or panic situation or I mm-hmm. need to kind of get somewhere. It gets me there, no problem. Yeah. Um, so after the uh, Apex Pros, I carry uh, the PM2 wedges. Okay. Uh, I carry a 64, a 60, and a 56 um just absolutely love them the best wedges ever i yeah. mean you could play any kind of shot it's to me it's like cheating out of the bunkers yeah you know it's 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 kind of a little bit unfair for the guys i play against because it just don't tell them <laughs> well actually you should tell them because they can be customers of yours yeah, no, no, they you can.
1: got a weird dynamic there they you want to keep beating guys They ask. but you know that you can help them
2: yeah yeah absolutely okay so they ask actually the other two the other the uh, Wedge that I had sold several of this year are the uh sure outs, yeah, same thing I guess if you have somebody that's maybe struggling a little bit to get out of a bunker and i've I've seen guys you know take some maybe two three shots to get out of a bunker, yep I'll say psst, psst, hey, come over here, check this yep. out and uh so yeah i've I've moved some of those, yeah, and then obviously the uh indie putter
1: yeah that's that's a good one.
2: And are you staff bag, stand bag? Oh no, full full staff bag. Okay. Yeah. Name on it, everything. Yeah, full thing. Oh yeah. Nice. Everybody sees me coming. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love the
1: branding. I love that. Yep. So okay, well, last question we'll end on this. What and you don't 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 feel like because I'm sitting here, you have to say me at all. Favorite zoo crew member and maybe a reason. Why, or a cool story about them, or something you remember most? Uh, so not favorite, but kind of a cool story or something you remember about somebody about the zoo crew.
2: Uh, I would actually have to say it's like a dead even tie between okay. yourself okay. and Harry. Okay, um, it's just so I'm about to take over then because <laughs> Harry's almost out of here. I <laughs> oh, will miss you, Harry. <laughs> it, it's like I say, I've never experienced. Anything like this, even with the companies that I deal with, yeah. and you know, I spend hundreds of thousands of dollars with them, yeah. uh, year after year after year, to have the access to you people <laughs> is just, uh, just unheard of. Yeah, you know, and if I have a question, if if I have a problem, it's not like, oh, and I'll go see this guy. It's just, hey, what can I do? Yeah. How can I help? You know, we, we can get this thing fixed, mm-hmm. and it's just. I've just never experienced anything like that in my 30 years of doing business. Yeah, and it's just one of the reasons again why I just love the company. I yeah. love the brand, and it's just it's second to none in terms of support.
1: Okay, that's great. That's a great answer. And all right, John, does, well, does we, that does that pass? Uh, that's very good. And and I was included, <laughs> in that, so I feel very good about that. You know, no one's ever gonna offend. You know, I might be blushing over here, but. Uh, all kidding aside thank you and and that is something that you know i you know i joke about it with with harry but you know that he's instilled in all of us of you know being open and and accessible and it's not uncommon that i mean i think we did it on friday night we were texting at i don't even know what time it was Mm -hmm. it might have been you know 11 o'clock um when we when we were talking about this but you know we're we're kind of on and you know we're not always going to be open and available right we all have families and lives and everything else that we're dealing with as well but you know to 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 be there to help however we can right whether it's just to talk about golf or answer a specific question or help solve a problem or talk about which golf ball is going to spin more or less or any of those things right that's that's kind of something that we're all here to do, and we're all here doing this job because we love talking about golf, right? I mean, right. I tell people all the time that, you know, they say, oh, it must be the greatest job in the world. And and part of that is true because I get to go to work every single day and be involved with at least something that I'm passionate about, right, where um, it's it's not always the most fun but to be able to be around something that that we love so much is is such a key part of of what we do for it, sure
2: it shows through yeah absolutely it shows through so
1: well john we we certainly appreciate you the the time and and you making the, the time to come over here and talk with us and certainly hope you have a safe trip home and you know as always we'll we'll continue to to do anything we can to help support you and your game and get you to win another one of those trophies yeah absolutely we gotta I've, get you that I've, jacket that's I've, what we gotta work I'll,
2: on. I'll win it and i'll bring it back
1: okay yeah, maybe we can frame it. Like that. <laughs> we need to replace that Furet jersey. So that would be great. We'd love to put it up in here. So thank you very much for being here
2: and being a part of this. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Thanks for the time. Yep.
0: All right, we're back with Lex and Jason in studio. Jason, that was a great interview you did with John. But do you really think that someone's ever going to have more golf balls than you? <laughs> uh,
1: it's possible. <laughs> I would say a retailer would. Uh, which he you know he is is, but um there's no chance i mean he said a thousand golf balls he
0: said a thousand unopened golf
1: balls there's no chance that that i have that in my office guaranteed
0: yeah no question
1: i have four bar i i know that because i have four (laughs) bulk boxes which include 25 dozen each
0: crazy so
1: i know and with all the the dozens that I have, yeah. there's no chance.
0: Well, I think it's safe to say that John's coming for you, though. He's bring it, bring it. <laughs> no, we welcome, we welcome it. Oh, we, he, we hope, we hope that somebody would have yes. that many Callaway golf yes. balls.
1: And he, you know, when he would have more golf balls than me hmm. after I'm gone for a week.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Zing. Yeah. Just like big. All butter, these thieves around here. I think. Zingbot is coming to Big Brother this week. It's got
1: to be soon. I think it's got to be soon. I think it's soon.
0: actually, I think it's actually, my whole night. family Party is night. waiting. I'm so pumped. Yes. Um, as long as one person goes
1: home. As long as one person goes home.
0: That's, oh.
1: Do you know who, oh. who do you think of anybody that's left? Sorry to get on a Big Brother
2: okay. tangent okay. here. It's who do you show. think
1: the one person that I would want, that I would be tired of, would I, would I want to go home?
0: Well, now I'm oh, okay. Christy. Yes. For sure. Cannot gotta be Christy. Cannot stand her. Well, when we started the season, I think I sat down and told you, like, I think she's going to drive me nuts. Oh, my God. But she's a phenomenal game player. She, she has, is.
1: But the crying. I mean, yeah, are you kidding yeah.
0: me? Her, her tears have got to go. Tears have got to go. Grow um. up, grow <laughs> up, lady. <laughs> Christy, we'll love to see you in the jury house. I if got not, I got nothing, not, nothing against win. crying. No, nothing against crying. It's but it's come just if you watch on. Big Brother, you know what we're talking about. Yes. Anyways, um, back to your golf ball thing really quick. If you do think that someone you know might rival Jason Finley's golf ball collection, let us know. Email us at shipshow at us, 760 804 Call us 760-804-4653. For, the,
1: for the next time we're on, sorry to yeah, interrupt you. You're okay. I am going to do a calculation. I will send it to you this afternoon of how many golf balls are in my office today. And that will be our count. I
0: love that. That will
1: be our target, if you will. Okay. We will not publicize that number.
0: No, we won't. But But we we will will use that for anybody that comes in. Yeah, cool. Okay. Let us know. Email us. Call us. Um, Getting into our last little thing here before we wrap up. Excuse me. There were two episodes of Bachelor in Paradise this week. I have unfortunately only seen one but I have a feeling I know what happened in the second one. Um, but I'm going to recap Monday night's episode and I'm going to do something that I've never done before. I'm going to use no notes. I don't know what's going to happen here or I usually try to plan a little bit of what comes out of my mouth. Um, (laughs) um, something I've never been accused (laughs) of. (laughs) I try to mostly because in my lifetime, um, I like to talk, which is probably why I'm, um, I have been considered to sit in the chair that I'm sitting in, Um, and it has gotten me in trouble um, when I haven't planned. But in this case, you never know unless you try. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay.
1: Hey, it's your host, Chris Harrison here. If you don't have time to watch the full two hours of the most dramatic shows ever, don't worry. Lex is here with her Bachelor in Paradise one minute-ish recap.
0: So, John Paul Jones was the hot ticket item of the week. He went on two dates because Tasha told him to. This girl named Tajwan, who was from Colton's season, she was on for one night. I don't know what they're doing with all these one-night people. You had a success, like Grocery Store Joe, who went on um, Dancing with the Stars, and all of a sudden you think that everybody who's on for only one night needs to be on national television. Well, let me tell you, Jane basically poisoned John Paul Jones. He got, like, super sick after her tacos, and then Tajwan is, like, sweating up a freaking storm, and she also feeds him something spicy, and he's like, hacking up on their date and he's like I'm sorry I have a sensitive stomach and then Haley from Ben's season she was a twin her sister now has a boyfriend of a year and a half and she's like really bummed that she's single so she takes John Paul Jones on a date but he comes back and he decides that he still wants to date Tayshia but Taysha's into Derek who got dumped by Demi last week for Christian the woman that she's with now and um, Tayshia's going after Derek and then um, Derek gives Tayshia his rose and John Paul Jones gives Haley his rose and then Tajwan is all upset that she's leaving and then uh uh Oh, Blake, Christina talked Blake into giving her his rose, which really bummed out Canadian Caitlin, who was hoping that Blake wouldn't give Christina a friendship rose. And uh, that was pretty much it.
2: Oh, it my. was,
0: you know, it was a really funny episode, I think, more than anything else, because we saw so much of John Paul Jones, who is a surprisingly intellectual inner individual. Um, like when you hear him talk to Tasha on like their mini dates that they had on the beach, and he like recites Shakespeare out of nowhere or like his vocabulary is so not like what you'd expect from his image. He has this like flowing blonde hair and like a surfer well, and demeanor. It, what is his name? John Paul Jones. When he introduced himself on The Bachelorette, he said, hi, my name is John Paul Jones. My friends call me John Paul Jones and you can call me John Paul Jones. So I, most people I have don't abbreviated a guy to with, JPJ.
1: I don't think a guy with two names should be trusted.
0: He has three names, basically.
1: Well, Jones is... I mean, last he gets name. a last name. That's true. Two names. I'm kind of out Paul. on that.
0: Uh, well, when he walked down to Paradise, Chris Harrison was like, are you like Juan? You know, like Juan Pablo? And then, But then everybody cringed because there was a bachelor named Juan Pablo and his season did not go well. Did not go well. No.
1: Well, Juan I w- well. I would. to me... I would, he would be JP.
0: JP? I or, think he or, would take or it. Or John. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I don't go two names. We I'm out s- on two names. We
0: did see previews of JPJ getting in a little bit of a tiff with Derek now because they're both going after Tasha. Um, and it was, a, there's a wedding um, that they filmed in Paradise from a couple that got engaged there last year. Congratulations, Crystal and Chris, who actually live in San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Crystal used to be an Orange Theory coach and is now. Um, an influencer, for lack of a better term, I think she's got a little bit more going on than that. But, um, yeah. Well, so that was very insightful, Tuesdays. and
1: I I can't wait to have you be able to talk about I the know. things that you saw yeah. because you are on strict I orders. I am on strict orders. Not discuss.
0: Um, but I do want to say thank you, Chris Harrison, for letting me be a part of that um event. It's it was truly just. Such a cool experience, um, and just a lot of fun, especially talking to the people around me that my fellow audience members. It was just.
1: Now, were they all really as cool. into it as you? Yeah. Do any of them have a one-minute segment on a podcast no, to talk about? So. Yeah, so that yeah, makes nobody you nobody knew th- you top-notch.
0: Nobody knew that, but it was cool. Shout well, out. Well, to you should
1: you. be. You should be telling them. I. Sh- That's how we're gonna get more people. You know, writing I should have
0: told them, and yeah. I would bet you a thousand dollars that like most of their husbands play golf.
1: Correct. It's always a business opportunity, that just like means I have to go again. That's right. Please,
0: Chris. Yes. Um, anyways, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Brian, both for just making my week, pretty much. And now it's back to my real job. Now you have to <laughs> sit here with me. No, I'm yeah, happy to sit here with you. Um, That pretty much does it for us today. Hopefully, we will be back here soon with another episode of um, an A15, A15-er? A15-er? A15-er. A15 member. And thank Member. you
1: again to John Jarvis yes, for thank you, John. while in town. This, this all started with us hearing he was in town and mm-hmm. might have been some late Friday night text, I do believe.
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, <laughs> between... that's how we work. Yes. Yes, we are always available to not only each other, but to the people that are, you know, um, our biggest fans and that we would love to have and talk to. So if you're ever in the area, let us know most of the time. We can accommodate and are here. And I think we have
1: a good idea of who the next couple maybe. I think
0: we do. But for now, this has been The Ship Show. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, Call us at 760-804-4653. Email us at shipshow at callawaygolf.com. Tuesday, Jeff and AJ will be in studio to um, get you guys back on your feet after your Labor Day weekend.
1: And don't forget to write those reviews.
0: Thank you for saying that. Say it one more time.
1: Don't forget to write those reviews. We'd love to see them, read them, and we have these prizes we want to give out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. Let us give
0: stuff away. Newmarth
1: needs to give some orders to someone to do it.
0: That's right. That's right. Have a great weekend, everybody. You know, I've been standing here waiting for these guys to finish up since the podcast started. Can I at least get a chair? Anyways, thanks for listening to the Pirate Ship Show. We'll see you next time. Visit CallawayGolf.com for more.